Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Urban, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back to Level Up with Lori. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I have an awesome interview with a leader in network marketing that I think you guys are going to absolutely love. Um, We dig into kind of her leadership style, um, some of the mistakes she made along the way, and how she really focuses on staying connected with her team. And honestly, I love the systems that she's put into place, and I think it doesn't need to be complicated. And I think you're going to like need a pen and paper for this call. Before we get into that, I wanted to make sure, (coughs) I'm sorry, that you guys know that the doors to my membership group are wide open right now. It's called Thrive. It is a monthly membership group of support and community. There are self-paced courses behind the scenes that will teach you all about running an online party, all about running a connected VIP group, how to create content, how to create images, like tons of really, really great stuff. Um, Inside of it, I do live trainings, live Q&A, and honestly, all I'm really trying to do is help women in network marketing find consistency inside their businesses, consistency in income, consistency in activity, connection with their customers, all of those really good things. So if you are interested and want to check it out, um, just send me a message and I will send you a link. The doors are only going to be open with my promo right now where you can save $10 a month for the next few days. So if you're interested, make sure you send me a message and I will give you all of those deets. It's called Thrive um, and you can definitely find more out about it as well on my Instagram at this is life with Lori. But if you're in network marketing and you feel like you could just use a little bit of a push or even a community of supportive women, I'm telling you, I am in love with this group and I have such amazing plans for it that I know this is only the beginning and it's going to get better and better and better. So if you're at all interested, I would love to have you in there and I would love to connect and tell you more about that. But um, without further ado, you guys, listen to everything Lindsay has to say. She's been in the business for seven years and probably has seen so many things and you're going to love her tips about sending emails to her customers and her team and project broadcast and all the things. Anyways, I'm not going to spoil it, but enjoy, sit back, relax and enjoy. And I will chat with you after the episode. All righty. Thank you so much for being on the call today, Lindsay. I'm so excited to talk, to chat. Oh, Um, it's harder when we can't see each other on the zoom, right? Yes, I I know. It's kind of weird. I know it is the, um, blessing of, um, faulty country internet fun. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I like to start like, um, the podcast episodes just by asking you a couple of like fun questions, like icebreakers, if you will, which like I personally sometimes like hate having to answer, but they're kind of fun. So what, um, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would that food be? 
<laughs> okay, it's gonna be, it's gonna sound really funny, um, but it's like totally my guilty pleasure. It's the thing that I take upstairs to my room and shut the door and turn grays on. Um, I love Mr. Noodles, like super spicy. The kimchi is my favorite. I could eat it every single day. Seriously. You yes. and Wayne would get along so well. <laughs> we really have those like big things of it um, in our garage, but it never like it. He loves it, but it never has him. Yeah, I and it's like so. It's just I don't know. Like now everybody knows. <laughs> it's like so embarrassing to to say because it's like so bad for you. It's like could that be like. The most processed thing ever. I don't know. Well, I, mean, I feel like there could be worse things. You could be going up with like I don't know, a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll take noodles any day, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So, if you could move anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh my gosh, somewhere warm, I think, so that then my vacations could be coming to somewhere cold. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't it be nice to do the opposite? Yeah, I think, I mean, I love it when the seasons change, and I do love that feeling of fall when, like, everything's like pumpkin spice, and, you know, like, I do love that feeling, and I do love, you know, a nice white Christmas, so I would miss that, but I just, honestly, the months other than that, where it's just, like, gross and gray, I could do without. I 100% agree. I say that all the time. The only reasons I love winter is because I love the feeling of spring. Like, I love that changing of the seasons. And I do love fall, don't get me wrong. And I love a white Christmas. But other than that, I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just not pretty, you know, when everything's gray and the trees don't have leaves and like you're in that transition time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, packing up kids when they, when my kids were really young and putting on all their snow suits just to get out the door and take everybody to school. That part is just, it's, uh, it's not fun. Totally agree. Um, I totally agree. Um, okay. How about a little bit of like a business swing to one? What is your favorite book or podcast? Okay. So I, I don't have a favorite podcast because I am such a, I jump around so much. Um, and, um, and I, so I just, I kind of just, whatever's recommended to me, honestly, I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, there are all of the podcasts I listen to, except for one are all business stuff. I love to, you know, go on my long walks and, and, and get some, work in or you know get some ideas while I'm getting some exercise at the same time um but the one that I love that's not business related is called Young House Love oh have you heard of them no okay so I started following them a long time ago a friend recommended them to me it was when they just had a blog online and this was several years ago and um they were just the cutest little couple and they had such a great story and they were bloggers that quit these like marketing jobs and stuff to blog, but they were blogging about home DIY Ooh, and <laughs> my husband and I are huge home DIYers. We have done almost everything in this house ourselves. Um, so that's a really fun one. They actually have published two books and 
um, have this podcast now and have bought and sold several houses that they just buy and just go through and DIY the whole thing and then sell them. It's, they had a, they had a product line at Target for a little while. Um, Can you say it was called again? Young House Love. Young House Love. Got it. I yeah. wonder how many hits they're going to get after this. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully lots. The I feel couple. Like that is speaking to a lot of people. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. So switching gears, can you tell me why you got started with 31? Why, like, have you, is this the first network marketing company you've ever worked for? Uh, no, actually. Um, although the first time around, I didn't actually, I don't want to say I didn't actually work because I did work, but it wasn't, I wasn't working it as a business and I was very, very naive and very, um, new and, and I had, I had three really young kids and I was actually spending more money on the product that I was selling than I was making from selling it. So, um, I I, that a lot from a lot of people. Yes. And that, and you know what that's, and we can totally like dig deeper into that, but I just, um, one of the biggest things I try to tell my girls now is don't, you're not in this to spend money. You know, that'll make you angry. That'll make your spouse super angry. Yeah. How <laughs> and, do you make a husband hate your business? Right? Yeah. So, and actually after that first business, that first go round, cause again, I wouldn't call it a business. It was a, it was a little stint in, you know, the network marketing yeah. um, world, but um, I swore it off. I actually had completely written it off. I didn't, I didn't, I went so far as to not buy from anybody. I had a really not, I don't want to say a bad experience, but I had a really um, weird um, perception about it after that, because I had lost money. I hadn't made money doing it. I, it didn't work for me. And so I thought, I'm just, I'm just done with this stuff. Even though the product was absolutely amazing and still is, and that company is still going strong. Um, I just, I, I, I swore it off. And, um, <laughs> then a neighbor of mine, um, posted on her Instagram, which I had taught her how to use. <laughs> um, she started posting on Instagram, these products and, um, I love DIY, but I also am obsessed with organizing and, um, she was posting these products that were like, really cute bags, but that were, she was using to organize things in her house and like totally talk about speak my language. The first product had cleaning supplies in it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to know more. And so she's like, oh yeah, I'll drop off a catalog. So I thought, okay. And I'm thinking, is she making this stuff? Like what, like, what is the deal with this? Yeah. And I looked through the catalog. I wanted everything in it. And then I actually kind of put it aside and didn't think much more of it. Um, and then my husband and I had realized that we were house poor. <laughs> we had had our fourth child. And um, because I was a stay-at-home mom and always had been, you know, we were, we were struggling. And I was at the hockey arena one day and this mom, this neighbor of mine that had given me the catalog, um, our, our daughters played hockey together. And, um, she said, Hey, did you get a chance to look at that? And I said, yeah, you know, like, what is that? And like, can you sign up to sell it? And she said, yeah, it's brand new to Canada. And I was like, yeah, sign me up. 
And I don't know what in me told me to do it, but man, that was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. Um, I would say, right. And it's just funny how you come to it sometimes, like when it's meant to be. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And how long ago was that? That was seven and a half years ago. Seven and a half years. That's incredible. <laughs> Thanks. Freaking incredible. I love what you said. And I feel like I just want to like chat about that for one second about how in the beginning, it's not about spending money. So what do they call it now? Like big, shiny, pretty shiny object syndrome or big, shiny object syndrome. And you totally get distracted by, Oh, I'm going to make business cards and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, and none of making you money. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was very excited, but, um, and I did want to do all that stuff, but I didn't have the money to do that. So I had to be very careful of where I spent my money. And I, seven and a half years ago, our website and our training that's provided to us now was not anywhere near what it is now. So back then, I just had, you know, one, one page on our website that was called our toolbox and it had a couple of marketing flyers that they had done that were not very good. <laughs> and, um, there were some people that were, you know, making some graphics that were even worse, <laughs> but oh, imagine what those looked like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cringy. So I just kept going with, with, the stuff that I was able to go with. And slowly, um, I started to be able to spend more money. Now, not to say I didn't spend any money because I do believe that there is some truth to the saying that you need to spend money to make money. And so I did, um, invest in going to a couple of events. Um, and and not that that was like anything huge, like, oh, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars on business cards, but you know, it was this, yeah. this like transition because like, if you were recommending not spending a ton of money, like where, where does it make sense to invest? Um, I think it just something, right? Like people are like, well, I don't know. Like, am I going to make my money back from these events? But, and likely, no, you're not going to necessarily make your money back, but I think you make it back in the long run, right? Absolutely. And, and when I say like I had to spend a little bit of money to make some money, I'm not talking about, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I'm talking about that maybe there were a couple of months where I didn't, I, not only did I not break even, but I lost a little bit. So, so in those first, um, I would say in the first year, there were maybe four months out of that where I was slightly in the negative, <clears throat> excuse me, but, but that just catapulted me into then the next few months really being able to continue on a good, strong foundation because I had invested in a couple of business tools that were, um, just very helpful. So, um, an example was extra catalogs. So my catalog was my store. And yeah. so I bought a lot of business supplies from our, you know, from my home office that were supplied to us and available to us. And, and I, and I bought business supplies. So I wasn't wasteful with it. It was to get my store mm -hmm. out 
in front of people. And my guess is seven years ago, like social media wasn't the same as it is now. People were probably wanting a lot more catalogs in their hands. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a, you know, I needed that physical catalog too. I love to have like pen to paper. I love to be able to flip back and forth when, with a physical catalog. So I still do love a good, a good physical catalog. Um, but yeah, back then you're right. Social media was not what it is today. Well, you know, what's funny is I do love a catalog too. And we just launched one and I didn't buy any. Really? Yeah. And, um, because the last round I bought a ton and I'm still sitting on them and it's just funny watching the transition of my business to not necessarily needing this thing that I think I really thought that I needed before. Yes. So we actually have just, um, actually to what day is it? Today, Thursday. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever day Friday is, whenever Friday is, um, we're actually launching our, we love, we heart summer catalog. And, um, they, it's, it it is mostly digital and, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy any either this round and it will be the very first time, but I mean, like a pandemic thing, right? We don't necessarily need them during the pandemic, but I think that we're going like network marketers are going to come out, out the other side of this pandemic with like a slew of new skills and a new way to work their businesses just because they've been forced to right now. Absolutely. I was on a call yesterday with my mastermind group and we were discussing, uh, one of the girls was saying that, you know, she, she has never done online parties for her business. She just, she was just always a home party girl. And obviously now she's been forced to do it and she's doing fine. So yeah, we're being forced to do some things that, you know what, now she has that skill and now Exactly. And when she, when this lifts and she's able to go out and do in person again, now she has two ways to work her business. Exactly. So let's say there was something else that happened. Um, if this happens again, or if, um, you know, you never know what could come up now. She can just turn everything onto online because now she knows how to, and feels comfortable. Exactly. And I always tell people like, I mean, for every in-home that you do, you should also be adding an online portion to that because not everybody has time to make it to an in-home and you'll just hit such a wider market. Absolutely. I've been doing that for years. Every, every home party I do has, <clears throat> excuse me, an online uh, version as well. It's just smart. I mean, yeah. the hardest part in network marketing is actually booking. So yeah. <laughs> why not max it out? Absolutely. Um, okay, Lindsay, you have a massive team. I would love to know like some of the growing pains that you've had through the last seven years. Like what were some of the hurdles that you had to overcome in leadership or your own business or, or whatever it is? Like what are some of the challenges that you think that you could share that other leaders could learn from? So being super vulnerable here, I made some huge mistakes. And to be honest with you, I still make mistakes with leading. Um, But somebody said once, you have to give yourself grace. And that is my favorite saying now to when I feel like, oh my gosh, I totally dropped the ball on that. Um, So leading a big team, um, my team grew really quickly and it was very hard to keep up and I let people slip through the cracks. And so I would say that if you are starting out 
or even if you've been doing this for a while and you want, you're ready to make the change to not let anybody else slip through the cracks again, I would say create a system where you are reaching out and touching everybody in some way every single month. And I, I created a while back, a couple of years ago, I created a system for myself where it allowed me to track who I had reached out to on my team and how. So even if it was just, I went onto their Facebook page to, to, you know, comment on one of their pictures to let them know like, Hey, I see you. Um, I appreciate you. Um, this is such a beautiful picture of you and your kids and it's nothing fake. It's all totally genuine. It's just making the point to actually seek that person out and touch them in some way. Okay. You know, I'm, you're going to have to tell us that system, right? It's so simple. Um, and because I am not a techie person at all, um, my husband is an accountant and he is um, the biggest, uh, he just knows his way around an Excel spreadsheet like nobody else. <laughs> oh, I love a good Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. So this is, uh, this, you're going to have to put this in your show notes, but um, it's, this, it's the most simple thing. But basically it's a three month spreadsheet. Um, so I go three months at a time and I have, um, all of the names of my gen zero. So other teams may, or other, other businesses may have a different model where you might be reaching out to, uh, different levels, but, um, so I do my gen zero, which is everybody, um, underneath me up to and including my leaders. And so I have a list of all their names in the spreadsheet. And then I have the three months. Um, so it would be like April, May, June. And then I just have a, a, a little thing beside each one that tells me how I reached out to them. So if it was um, happy mail, if it was a postcard, if it was a shout out on our team page, if it was, um, you know, a comment on their picture, or sometimes I love to, if I see one of my girls doing something amazing, I'll, I'll call them out on my team page and say, okay, I saw you had this amazing party last week, or I saw you input this many sales. Tell us your secret. Tell us what you did. Um, and so it's just a way to track, make sure that you're reaching out to everybody and how you've reached out to them. Because if I send a postcard to somebody one month, I might not want to send them that same thing the next month, right? That makes sense. I want to change it up a bit. Similar, like, do you have postcards that you have made for yourself? Yep, I do. So I put our team name on them and, um, they're super cute. Then <laughs> they're just from Vista print. Gotta love Vista print, super inexpensive, super cute. And, uh, I just, it's a, it's an oversized postcard mm -hmm. and it has like our team logo on the front and it says, you've got happy mail. And then I have another set, like I'll switch them up and I have another one that just says, um, celebrate, um, and then it's, it's, I just celebrate their accomplishments every month. And, um, but that's one system. Another system I've used is, um, it was a, it was an app on a website where you could send cards directly to, uh, like a card campaign. So I could, uh, is it send a card or something? It's I called send out cards. Um, I've since left. Yeah, it's, you know what, it was great, but I've, I've since stopped using them. I just was, I just started cutting down on, on things that I was subscribing to. And I thought, I just want to see if I get rid of that, how much I miss it. So mm -hmm. I'm on a little bit of a break with them right now, but it's um, a great service. I, I just think sometimes I like writing. 
Absolutely. And, he, and having a little handwritten card is great. I also feel like um, the postage is just so ridiculous now that I... Uh, I don't know. It just, everything was just adding up and I just needed, I I scaled back so that I could, it's almost like when I clean up my closet, I take every single thing out and then I put in just what I want. Right. So I've kind of just done that with my business where I've, I've got rid of everything and then I'm going to add back in what I can see. I'm really struggling without. I, that's such a good point. And I mean, for our businesses and for our lives, right? Like, oh yeah, realize how many subscriptions that we have. And a yeah, lot of them are using, but I mean, I might as well get rid of um, ones that I'm not using. I call it like little um, financial leaks, right? Like the money that's going out that doesn't actually serve a purpose in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And one thing that I do um, in, I like yours because when you're sending happy mail, this wouldn't really necessarily work with mine, but I just literally like pull up our reports for our team and I go through the list and I look at the people and then I, you mean, it's very easy to pop on a messenger and see the last chat that you had or to go right into their report and see if you can see any opportunities that you can coach them to. I like being connected to the reports that way. Yes. Yeah. And our system has great reports. It, the way it's laid out, it just, it's so amazing. They've just thought of everything for us. So they do make it really easy. Love that. Oh, this is so good. I think people are going to really love like that connection because it's true. Like you need to find a way. And I think like, I call it, it's kind of like being a parent, right? It's like, if you don't think you suck at it and you don't have moments where you're like, Oh, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Do you really love your kids? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's the same with leading. Like there's moments where I'm like, am I connecting? Am I doing enough? Like, am I like, am I forgetting people that I, and obviously I've made all of those mistakes too. I've forgotten somebody's promotion or I haven't connected in a little while because life got busy or I've harassed them when I knew that they were had potential, but they weren't really interested in it. And I love that that simple, simple way of just kind of scrolling down and seeing the last touch point that you've had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have another system that uh, I 100% would never get rid of, and that's Project Broadcast. It's a texting service. So it allows me to reach out to everybody at once, whether it's my customers or my team. And I love it because um, people read texts, right? Sometimes emails get lost. Sometimes you don't see posts on Facebook, but everybody reads a text. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So, and you use that with your customers too, right? I do. Yeah, I do. And the thing with Project Broadcast is that you can set it up so that you get automatic responses. So I love to do things where if they um, text a certain word back, it automatically replies with um, the, the whatever I've set up for them. So if I want to run, say, a campaign where it's, for example, Pink Friday, because our, our colors are pink, um, I'll say, hey, te- if you want in on this sale, text Pink Friday to- back to this number and you'll get a deal a day for five days leading up to Pink Friday where we'll have the mega deal or whatever. And so you can set it up so it's all automated, which, hello, time saver, love that. Yeah, and what a really fun way to have a promotion going in like at a touch point that people are actually paying attention to and they've opted into. 
Yes, absolutely. And they can opt out anytime. And I mean, I'm not a huge, um, I'm, I don't send out more than usually it's one text a month, to be honest, it's not a lot. And I like to just keep people in the know about the sales because I hate when somebody says to me, Oh my gosh, did you scoop this up? Like, did you see that sale? And, and I didn't. So this is basically to let them know about big sales or big offers that I have. It's not to harass them every day. <laughs> well, and I think that we have this notion that because we posted something on Facebook, that anybody hasn't, that hasn't responded isn't interested. When that likely isn't the case, it's oftentimes that it just got missed. Absolutely. And let's talk about that for a second. So here's another mistake that I made in the beginning that I wish, I wish, wish, wish I could go back and, and redo, but Facebook or any social media, just because you put that post out there once doesn't mean you're, you're done. So, okay. Yep. Put that out there. It's done its job. No, you need to keep posting that. <laughs> Not everybody has seen it not, you know, people need reminders. Like I am hundred percent the person that needs that phone call a month before my dentist appointment, a week before a day before I'm that person. hundred <laughs> percent because you forget. And that's something that you want to show up for. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so I, I realized that you need to just keep doing it. You need to just keep doing it over and over. So let's say, um, for example, our new summer catalog starts on Friday. I'm not just going to put that out there once. I'm going to keep building it up. And then once it goes live, I'm going to keep talking about it and posting about it. And obviously you're going to change it up each time. I'm not just going to keep doing the same thing over and over, but the first one might be a general, um, uh, post about it. So here's our new we heart summer catalog. And then the next day might be my favorite item out of it. And you know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're, you're 100%. talking about the same thing, but different things within it to change it up, keep it exciting. And would you say that you also do things behind the scenes in order to kind of get attention to those types of things? Um, give me an example. Well, let's say, so I think people, when they watch successful people on social media, think that it's all about that one post. So, um, I've often trained, tell my girls, like, they're like, okay, so should I get a party? And I'm like, absolutely. But you should expect no one to respond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like you're putting a bonus out there or you're putting like, um, something exciting out there. Sometimes I'll just say, you know what, screenshot it and send it to like your 10 besties and say, I just wanted to make sure you didn't miss this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Network marketing is a relationship business. Um, that's one of the first things I learned at the very first conference I went to um, seven years ago that this is a relationship business. And, and like, okay, so maybe I did do something else, but again, I told you I was very bad at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was, I was very new to this. I didn't have a marketing degree. I had no experience selling. I wasn't a salesperson. I had no idea. And so that really resonated with me. This is a relationship based business. And so if you were to walk down the street and say to somebody, Hey, do you want to buy my bag? They'd be like, what the heck? Who are you? So I'm always weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm always, always trying to, to, um, 
build relationships so that, because I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not just selling bags. I'm helping women create a business that they can run at home selling bags. And, and it is all based on relationship because I can't just tell a stranger, Hey, sign up and run this business. You can make some money. It's, it's not about that at all. It's helping them the way I was helped in the beginning when I needed the money. Yes. I know whenever I get an e-transfer and it says, what do you sell? I think to myself, hope, (laughs) what do I sell? I sell hope. I sell opportunity. Like it's not about jewelry. Oh, I love that. (laughs) It's not the answer. Like like, every time in my head, I'm like, this is what I sell. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Um, And I just want to talk a little bit about your new brand new business that you're starting because I think so many people in network marketing when here's the funny part, right? We sign people up and we tell them that it makes so much sense to have two incomes, which it does. It makes sense actually to have three or four streams of income. And I think the average millionaire has seven streams of income. And then we knock it out of the park in network marketing. We quit our full-time jobs and all of a sudden we have one income again. And so what happens is you think to yourself, okay, a smart human starts another income and that's what you're doing. And I would love to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I was a stay at home mom. And so we had one income, not one income each one income. Yeah. And, um, so that's why when, you know, 31 came into my life, I was so, so, uh, happy to start making some money. And then when we started, you know, literally like (laughs) dreams were coming true from (laughs) it. Um, you know, you just, you know, you just never know what can happen. And so, um, yeah, I, I started really, um, getting obsessed with, um, saving money and, um, multiple streams of income for both my husband and I. And so there's something that I have been thinking about doing for a long time. Um, and I just found that, um, something was telling me, do it now, do it now, do it now while I'm at home during this pandemic. And um, so I'll, I'll backtrack a tiny bit. Um, when I had my first child um, many years ago, she just turned 22, believe it or not. Wow. Um, yeah. I um, acquired um, an autoimmune a condition called alopecia. And after each pregnancy, I lost my hair. And so I went to different stages after each pregnancy to the point where I lost all of my hair. And you had children and you kept like, you kept going. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) I say, I say now that I traded my hair for my kids. And that's like a super easy decision. Some days. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, so I um, have been wearing hair replacements for almost 20 years. Um, I've spent lots and lots of money on it and things have changed in this industry. Oh my gosh, in the past 20 years, they have changed. I remember bawling my eyes out the first time I went to a store and, and was trying to you know, get a wig and, and cover up my, my head and um, it was horrible. They were all very old fashioned, only really geared towards 
um, older women that maybe had breast cancer and lost their hair from chemo treatment, stuff like that. There was nothing for people like me that wanted to have like trendy hair and hair that you would go and pay that I had been going before and paying money of like highlights and, and, and nice styles. And yeah, so I never would have known that you were wear that you were a wig. <laughs> Thank you. So, so that's why I decided I'm taking my 20 years of dealing with this and, and my expertise in the subject and I'm going to help women like me. And so I have launched a uh, site that is just about to go live. I'm just still waiting for some product to come in for me to okay. And um, so I'm going to help people that are uh, losing their hair, whether it be to alopecia like me, whether it be to, you know, cancer treatments. Um, and so many women right now are dealing with thinning hair and they don't realize that there are things out there that can help. And they are so much different than anything you'd think of when you think of the word wig. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my main focuses is false lashes. I've been wearing false lashes again for almost 20 years and I am a pro. <laughs> I am an expert in the lash department. And so I am creating my own line and I am doing a tutorial that will dig so deep into how to apply lashes, what to look for, what products to use so that you don't look like you're wearing false lashes. I love that. Okay. So if anybody is like resonating in like, okay, Lindsay, you're speaking my language, where can they find out more information? So the website is called lolalash.ca. Mm -hmm. And right now it's just my coming soon page, but you can link to my Facebook um, community, which is just a free community that I'm just really in the early stages of building. And basically it's just for people like me dealing with this to come together and just support each other and to share stories and to share ideas and tips and really just uplift each other because you know what to go out in the world without hair is very very brave yeah, and as, as girls especially me who loves to you know have makeup and hair and pretty clothes and I love to look good and feel good losing your hair is a really really hard thing to deal with and once you start looking into that world, you realize how many others are actually going through the exact same thing. Yeah, I bet. I'm in this. The truth is I had no idea that you were going through this. So how many more people do we not know? We hide it. We what? hide it because we are all as women, we all are already hard on ourselves, but then to have a hit like that, it's, it can be debilitating. And so we hide it and I hid it for a very long time. And, um, and now I'm like, you know what, this is me. And, and I also want to be a role model for my kids to know that heaven forbid, if they ever got it, that they could be brave enough to go out and just be them without having to feel like they had to wear a wig all the time or hide it. 100%. And I love that. And what does that mean for your network marketing business? Like, can you do both? Absolutely. So one of the things that I love about network marketing is that I have girls on my team that are full-time nurses. Um, I have girls that are teachers. I have girls that are um, work for the government and have, you know, busy 
jobs and good jobs that they don't want to leave. But anybody can do this because you do it at your own pace on your own time. And so for me, like I said, I, I this I had I didn't have a job. I was a stay-at-home mom. And so adding in my network marketing is full time for me. But now now that I'm thinking I really want to do something that I'm being called to do and I've wanted to do for so long, 100% I can run them both. They're two totally different things, but yet I'm helping people in both at the same time. Same mission at the end of the day. You're helping women. Absolutely. I love that. And I just think like if anybody out there is listening and they're thinking, you know what, I'm being called to do more. I just don't want people thinking that they have to choose. You can run a successful network marketing business and you can build an empire that is all about something else too. Absolutely. Because I would never want to walk away from the team that I've built and the friendships I've made. And, um, you know, I, I love our product and I love, I love everything about it. Um, but again, multiple streams of income and you can do both. You 100% can do both. Absolutely. And sometimes one thing lends to another, right? All you're doing out there is creating relationships and meeting new people. And isn't that what network marketing is all about? Absolutely. Relationships, right? Like that's what I was saying. It's just all about relationships. And one of my businesses, you know, helps women be able to have a side gig or if they run this full time like me and, and really allows them to be bringing that money back into their, into their house and, and have something for them that they feel good about. So when the kids go to bed, they can jump on their computer and be like, I'm going to work my business a bit. And it feels good. Yeah. Um, we in network marketing, it's a lot of recognition too, which you don't get really anywhere else. Like, let me ask you, you're, you're, you've got a big team as well. And you're, you're a great leader. Don't you love celebrating your team? Yes, absolutely. Right. Like I, I always say like their successes, like sometimes feels more powerful than my own. Absolutely. Yeah. And when they're excited to come back to you and say, look at what I did or, yes, you know, I ran this a little fundraiser thing. and it was amazing. And yes, I did this. Like overcome something that they've been in their head about for so long and they feel that moment of proud. Yeah. Like there's no feeling like that. Yeah. And then in my new business, I, I, I can't wait. Um, I've already been helping some girls, but I can't wait to be able to post pictures uh, to show what I can do for you. And, and if you are experiencing hair loss or thinning hair and you're feeling very self-conscious about it, um, I'm going to be able to make you look in the mirror and, and be so happy with what you see. So, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited to get this going and I'm, and I'm just, I feel like the universe has just really come to help me lately. <laughs> it honestly, as soon as you like link into that universe piece in your life, you'll be amazed at what opens up. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for doing this call with me today. I really appreciate it. And I know people are going to love hearing about like your leadership style because it just sounds, I think we all need a few systems in our lives, right? It makes things easier. A few systems. And at the end of the day, here's, here's my advice. I am an honest person and I just talk about it and share the opportunity from the heart. I share my products from the heart. I love them. I use them. They're all over my house. They're all over our cars for going to get groceries. And, um, and the other thing is just don't give up. I am a huge, huge believer of just don't give up. Yeah. I know because you can't fail until you quit. And 
network marketing can be such a roller coaster. You are going to have dips and valleys. Mm -hmm. You will get out of them. You will climb back up and it will be fine if you just don't give up. Totally agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. That is perfect. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Lori. And we are back. So was I right or was I right, right? Um, Lindsay and I connected not even a year ago. And when we met, we just knew like we have this similar style in terms of leading our businesses and building our teams and all of that stuff. And there's just nothing more valuable than meeting other women in network marketing that you can collaborate with, that you can work with, that you can use as a sounding board. And I've really, really, really loved connecting and getting to know Lindsay. And I think you guys are going to love um, kind of some of the tips that she gave. Project Broadcast was the texting service she was talking about. Um, Send to Cards is the mail out service that she was talking about. Both are incredible, incredible apps that I have um, kind of dabbled in with both. And then we dug into a little bit the, about the fact that she's starting a second income. And if this is something, if you're in network marketing and you feel like you have been compelled to build a second stream of income, because honestly, guys, it really is incredibly smart in the economy today to have multiple streams of income. And the truth is we can build our network marketing businesses and we can also build something ourselves. You're watching me do it in real time. And I'm actually starting a mastermind of women that are doing the same thing in it. We're going to dig into running masterminds, building online courses, running a membership group, um, creating online quizzes, Instagram, like all of those amazing, amazing things that are going to build that residual and passive income into your life. And so if you feel like you have a calling and it doesn't matter what your topic is, it can be absolutely anything, shoot me a message and I will tell you more about that upcoming mastermind um, of elite women building multiple income streams. And honestly, even if you're not in network marketing and this sounds like something you would like to do, shoot me a message because honestly... It isn't necessarily geared. It doesn't have to be network marketers doing this. It can be absolutely anyone that wants to build an income stream through online courses and masterminds and coaching and pretty much anything. Anyways, without uh, without talking your ear off anymore, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed it, please give both Lindsay and I a shout out on Instagram. We will shout you back because we appreciate you so, so much. And then I will see you guys or hear from you guys <laughs> and chat at you guys this time next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.